Hello and welcome, surprisingly, to another episode of A Teenager Growing Up, What Could Go Wrong? I know I have been absent for a while. Actually, my friends were telling me like, oh, that's right, you had a podcast. What happened with that? And they were just asking me when I'm going to pick it up. And I was answered, I don't know. Uh, But, you know, I just felt like I needed to say some stuff. I wanted to share some stuff. Because even though a lot of people don't listen to this podcast, I just use it as a way to, I don't know, just say what I'm thinking. And maybe it can help someone else. Maybe, I don't really know. But I just really like speaking about stuff that I like. So, well, first of all, let's start for by explaining why I've been absent. Um, Okay. <laughs> The principal reason I have been absent is that I entered online school and it has been horrible (laughs) to say it as simple as that. And well, yeah, it has been really tough trying to settle down to this new idea of learning because the truth is that it's not for me. I haven't learned a single thing in the whole well, bimester that I've had so far, and the teachers are great. I respect them for actually trying to make us learn something, but for me personally, I just can't. I try, but I can't, and they have been sending us a lot of homeworks that are really stressing. I'm not gonna lie about that, but um, yeah, apart from that, I'm fine. Um, but because online school started, I didn't have time to like sit down and record a podcast like this again. And but yeah, I'm doing it again. And now I'm doubting if this is a good idea because I'm in exam season. But honestly, I shouldn't worry because I'm the type of person that never studies for the exams, but doesn't fail either. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's that's how I deal with exams. What stresses me about exams is that um the idea of them and but I have been doing my homework that has been a pain in the ass that I have been putting a lot of effort on. But yeah, I'm still alive, I'm surviving, I'm fine. But in this episode, I didn't want to talk about only school. I honestly think that's um, eh, not so important compared to the other stuff I wanted to say. First of all, um, I just wanted to say I hope everybody's fine. I know the world is... it. It's very shitty right now, I'm not gonna lie. It's horrible. Um, I even deleted social media for a while I only use Instagram now for my creative like stuff I can't bear to watch any more news um but yeah I hope everybody's fine and everybody's managing in a well positive way or even trying to and if you're um struggling with whatever it is with online school with economic issues or I don't know, something else, mental issues that I think that's very important to talk about right now. Um, I just want to say that you can do it. And believe me, you actually can. So I'm rooting for you. 
<laughs> you can do it. Um, okay, let's just start <laughs> talking about what has happened to me while I've been gone. Well, first of all, mm, the thing that impacted me, like made an impact in my life the most, surprisingly compared to the other stuff that's happening in the world, um, is that my best friend moved away. Um, it was really painful, <laughs> not gonna lie. When she told me, um, well, I'm gonna tell you the story of how everything, like, um, I don't know how to say the world involved. No, that that's not the world. Well, everything, like, how everything went. Um, the plan was that I was going to see my best friend on Tuesday. Because she has been, had been in Spain and vacations for a long time. And she finally returned to Mexico. And when I went to see her, I was so happy. Hugging her felt unreal. I was so, like, ecstatic to see her again. But unfortunately, she had some news for me. And she told me that, well, at first I thought she was going to tell me she had like a Spanish boyfriend or something. Um, but that was not the case. She told me that she was moving away. And surprisingly, I didn't cry. I just cried like two tears. Um, you, my best friend is, um, um, knows what how I reacted. But I... I was just in shock for a week until she, until she went away. That's when I cried. And it really hit me, you know, because after that, I started feeling really lonely. I just felt like, I don't know, that her being not here was just like, it gave me a weird, like, vibe. And the truth is that I was feeling terrible, but I I tried to hide it because I was like, Oh, oh yeah, it's gonna be fine. Like I'm not even gonna notice it because we're in online school. But yeah, I have been missing her presence here, and I know she's listening to this. So I, Lucy, I miss you a lot. But yeah, I just went silent for a month. I I couldn't talk to anyone. I just stayed silent. I didn't wanna like get out the pain that I was feeling because I was afraid of it that I think it's a feeling everybody has gotten once in a while I was truly afraid of feeling that pain and feeling what I was really well feeling so I just stayed silent and I went into I, I became very anxious I became very sad I wanted to cry but I always said like no I don't want to, to feel that, so I'm just going to keep it in. But um, I want to talk to my cousin that's a really special person in my life that I can trust and I love him with all my heart. And he he is that my cousin is like a type, a type of doctor. Um, he's based more of like how mentally you can be affected like how your mental health can affect your body and throughout the throughout the week I like the past week when she was moving away and that I wanted to vomit and I had a strong urge that I wasn't feeling well I wanted to vomit I wanted to just like 
just dropped dead. I didn't have energy. So my father thought it was good. It was a good idea that I was gonna see my cousin, and I went, and he was like, "You look terrible." Like, the flame I usually see in your eyes, it's, like, gone. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like, fine, okay. Because I still didn't want to talk about it. But then, um, well, I, like, he tried to help me, like, open up, but I just couldn't. And to be honest, to this day, I just still have trouble thinking about it. But, yeah, it really affected me. Um... But I kept going with my cousin, and I kept talking to him, even if it was, like, not mentally, and we just talked, like, not about mental problems, we just talked about anime, and how he cannot seem to finish One Piece, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm still going with my cousin, I'm grateful for having him in my life, he's really helped me get through this, and I love him a lot, Um, but the point is that... Yeah, that was, like, a huge, just, like, a huge start to me going into, like, a spiral of being very emotional and vulnerable, but not saying it at the same time. It was very weird, even for me. And then, I guess, like, two weeks later after she left, um, I was watching Elite, <laughs> and I don't even understand to say why, like, it happened, but... I just went to my parents' bathroom and looked at my mirror at their mid at their mirror. I'm sorry, I cannot speak. Um, but yeah, I just looked at myself and started hyperventilating and just had a huge anxiety attack. And I hadn't had one since like what four months. And I didn't understand why, and believe me, it felt horrible. My head was pumping, I couldn't feel my face, I couldn't feel my hands, I couldn't breathe. And the worst part of it is that I was completely, like, alone at my house. Um, I called a friend, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, and, like... It was a huge mess, I was very emotional, I honestly wasn't thinking straight, but... Yeah, it was horrible, and... I didn't tell my best friend about it because I thought I was going to be a bother because I have this thing going on in my life that I like I just want to talk so to someone or say hi to someone or just send them a funny meme but I just think I'm going to be a bother to them and I'm just like just shut my phone off and decide not to text them but I'm working on it because I know that there's some people that truly love me in my life but yeah that happened um so I went with my cousin again and he told me this breathing method that literally you just um you just you just breathe and for a long time and eventually while I was doing that with him um I just started crying like bawling my eyes out and I was just like, the pain started surging up, and my cousin was telling me, like, no, 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 don't hide it. Like, let it come out. Because if not, it's gonna, like, be worse. And so I just started crying, like, like a baby. And the first... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional. Um, The first thing I said is that I miss Lucia, my best friend. And 
it was just a huge root of how I was feeling, like, and it really has affected me a lot, even though, even though I never thought it would affect me this way, it did, um, and then I just opened up and told him how I'm feeling, and some days I felt good, some days I felt bad, and I truly didn't understand why. And when I felt good, I felt guilty. Because I felt good. And then, like, we talked and talked. And then we, like, especially me. And, like, I came to the conclusion that, like, yeah, the departure of my best friend was really, like, a huge deal. On how, like, a huge factor on how I was feeling. But it was also stuff that I varied throughout the years. And I was like, this is not important. This is painful. Just like, <laughs> leave the dust under the the fucking carpet. And I was just like, trying to hide these painful things. Because to be honest, I, I don't, I don't like anything related to pain. I don't like that. But well, that it's a part of life. And I'm little by little getting used to it like used to the idea and how to handling like this type of stuff i'm actually doing better than i was before but um yeah (laughs) i discovered that i had a lot of issues that i didn't want to face and that were trying to come out come out like now and so i discovered that the thing about self-hatred that I thought went away and that now I loved myself was still there. Because the root of why I was feeling like so guilty is because I thought like I didn't deserve happiness. I thought that I deserved pure pure like shit being thrown at me. And that that like that's what I deserved. Um and I that's why I've never like truly I don't know how to describe that feeling I just never truly felt good for a long time I guess because I kept thinking and thinking unconsciously like I don't deserve it let's think about bad things so you take away like that good spirit so that was like especially the past month has been rough because it has been focused on like me trying to get all of this out and revisiting my painful past that I don't like talking about so it has been rough um but little by little I'm learning (laughs) how to control it many people say that that I don't know that well my friends have told me majority of my friends have told me that <laughs> why do I think this way like to and I and I get frustrated by by like I get frustrated by the idea that they think of me that way and I don't know why but they always tell me like oh is that you're amazing like you're not evil like you think and like this and that and that and I just get frustrated because I don't understand why they see me that way and I don't understand like why they don't see like the awful parts of me and what I have done in the past I just don't understand 
And a friend told me, you don't have to understand right now. You just, like, just live with the idea that we see you that way. And I still don't understand why they see me that way, but okay. Um, <laughs> I had, it was a rough few months. That was like, it was tougher than I'm like, than I'm saying right now. I'm sorry, I don't know how to speak right now. But I really wanted to speak at the same time, so it's weird. My dad told me I'm a living oxymoron. I'm an enigma. <laughs> is that I truly am an enigma because for example I have this app that I use for journaling my thoughts um that's called stoic s-t-o-i-c um and it always asks me a question at the end of the day that's are your actions guided by love fear or hate and I always have put they're guided by love and fear for me personally me And my dad told me, like, that's, like, the opposite of each other. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> like you said, I'm a living oxymoron, aren't I? And, well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's very, it has been more difficult than I'm telling you right now. But the principal thing I wanted to talk about right now is that, um. well... I just wanted to leave the bad stuff behind for like just a second and bring talk about the things that I'm grateful in life. My cousin actually told me this story that when I went to see him last week, I think, um, or two days, I don't really remember. Time flies very slowly now. <laughs> <laughs> literally I haven't seen my cousin in like a week and the next uh, like next week I saw him I was like dude I felt like I didn't see you for like three months <laughs> but like yeah um well he told me this story about a king and the king had a ring made for him and he wanted three words engraved on the ring so he asked all of his counselors to well tell him three words All of his counselors were, were telling him, like, oh, God is very powerful. Oh, you must have faith. And, like, that. But the king wasn't having any of it. So, so one day, this old man arrived, like, typically, like, poor old man, but wise. And he arrived and said, I want to see the king. And all of the counselors were like, you? But you're poor. And the king just said, like, ah, let him pass. So the old man gave the king a note and he told him, when you lo lose all hope, open this note. And the king just said, I will, and kept it on his ring. A few years later, the king was attacked. His whole village, his whole castle was attacked. And he was running through the forest with his horse while... Like, the people that raided his castle were chasing him. And he was feeling afraid. And he was feeling like, like, what am I gonna do? And then his horse died. So he had no option but to run. And while he was running, he stopped. And saw that there was an abyss in front of him. And he looked back. And thought that, oh, God. 
they're coming for me. What do I do? And he just lost all hope. But he remembered the thing the old man said to him. When you lose all hope, open the note. So he took out the note from, from his ring. And the note said, it's gonna pass. It's gonna pass. So the king read the note and just calmed down. And he kept repeating those words. It's gonna pass. So he hid on a bush. And then... And the ones that were raiding his castle passed by him. And after fighting for his castle back, he had a huge party. And he had a huge party. And he invited the old man and dressed him in nice clothes and was telling everyone, this is the wisest man I know. And then they were celebrating. The king was ecstatic. And the old man stopped him and told him, read the note again. And the king was like, why? But I'm really happy and this is amazing. And the old man just told him, read the letter again. So he took out the note and read, it's gonna pass. And he realized that that was true. This ecstatic moment that he was living was gonna pass. It was not forever. So the old man just said to him, if it's gonna pass, Enjoy it more. So the king had the greatest time of his life in that party. It's an amazing story, isn't it? I'm really grateful my cousin told it to me. Because it really made me realize that... Yeah, it's valid that I fear... That I feel so powerless. Or I feel so weak. Or I feel afraid, angry, sad, stressed. It's valid. But at the end of the day, that those feelings are going to pass. It's not forever. And why worry about my friends hating me or my friends leaving me behind when I can just appreciate that they're there? Because the moments I experience with them, even if they're phone calls right now, they're very, they're going to pass. And one day I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to meet new people. And maybe I'm not going to talk to them so much. So why worry and focus on all that negative stuff. When I can just have in mind that that is going to pass. As well as the loving things that I have in my life today. So when I arrived home I texted my best friend. And I texted another friend. Um, I, I sent them like. 12 voice notes about what I learned with my cousin and that I was so grateful for it and I just told him I love you <laughs> like I love I love you and I really don't understand why you love me oh I'm gonna start crying <laughs> but I told him I really don't understand why you love me or why you see me as a good person when I don't even see that in myself <laughs> Why try to worry about that when I can just thank you and hug you while you're here? Well, not hug you, but you understand the idea. And I just realized at the moment that, <sighs> damn, I was really lucky to have those people in my life. <laughs>
And I also realized that even some if sometimes I just feel utterly weak, I am strong to get whatever to get through whatever I'm feeling. It's stress of exams or works, fear, anger, because it's gonna pass. And deep down, if I still am alive, I'm gonna quote Hamilton right here because I'm obsessed with that musical. Let me get out my quote that I have in my phone. Um, it's from the song "Wait for It," sung by the wonderful Leslie Adam Jr. I actually watched Hamilton um, with a BPN on Disney Plus, and I absolutely love it. But, well, context for this this song and this quote that I love so much, and I, I really guide my actions in doing it, and it's just more special to me. This Aaron Burr, it's the, it's the, well, the character who sings this. And he's just, like, he just feels hopeless because Hamilton's always stealing his spotlight away. He's never getting any chances and that stuff. But he just, he just falls in love with a woman. But the woman is, the, the girl is married, I'm sorry, the girl is married to a British um, commander and shit. <laughs> but... I'm going to read it to you. In the song it says, Death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes. And we keep living anyway. We rise and we fall and we break and we make our mistakes. And listen, this is the quote that I absolutely love and now I appreciate more because that's like the way I think when I utterly feel hopeless. And the quote is, And if there's a reason, I'm still alive. When everyone who loves me has died, I'm willing to wait for it. Because why drown in the sorrow when you can just have the idea that it's going to pass and have a little hope in there? That if you're still here, if you're still alive, if you're still surrounded by people that you love. And it doesn't feel like a good moment right now. Just wait for it. Like, just wait and see what happens. Just wait and see what life brings you. Because honestly, life is full of up and, up and downs. Believe me, I know. But now every time I just say it's gonna pass, why not enjoy life while it lasts, even the lows of it, even if it sometimes seems impossible to enjoy those? But yeah, I'm, I really am trying to to enjoy life now. <laughs> and... Well, yeah, I think that's, like, a very important lesson I learned as well that, <laughs> like, <laughs> my cousin also told me that um, 
I tried to do something bad because something happened. I'm not going to tell it to you because that is something personal. But um, something happened with a friend and, well, I did something quote unquote bad. <laughs> and But my friend was like fine with it and I don't understand why he was fine with it. And I just didn't like catch the idea of why he was still talking to me of being my friend. So I went with my cousin and told him all oh, that happened. And he was like, dude... Like, you're like, is that we watch a series called We Were Bears, about three bears that live in San Francisco, and it's just very cute, and the bears are very cute, but he told me, you're like, We Were Bears, like, if they entered, like, a store and completely, like, destroyed, like, just one thing, and they just felt bad, and they just ended up cleaning, like, the store like better than it was before, and he told me, like, you're like that, you tried to do something bad, but, 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 like, it doesn't work for you because you're not bad but you're trying to prove you're bad and I was like yeah because I think I'm a horrible person he was like yeah well we don't and at the end of the day you just look very cute trying to be evil and then he told me like it's like if you got out of rock and said like I'm gonna do something evil today and just be like I'm gonna destroy that window and I destroyed it and an old man came out and said like oh thank you so much for destroying that window it was very heavy and I didn't know how to get rid of it so thank you so much and I would be like but what but I just destroyed your window and he would be like nah it's fine that's really the definition of what happened like <laughs> two weeks ago but yeah I now realize that that um that I'm not made for evil and I'm actually like a good person and it took a long time to know my value that's something that was something very hard for me I have been working on it for like the past months um but I'm getting to a point where I actually think that like as I said if there's a, a reason I'm still alive and that many people are like besides me then that means something isn't it even though I don't see it someday I will and I know it because I'm putting effort into trying to feel the love the love that people gave me and yeah <laughs> I find it I just find it very funny because it's so accurate and now I can see like what my friends mean that we don't hate you dude and I was like why don't you hate me and it was just like a constant like me asking them randomly like hey do, do you hate me or or is it just me and they're like dude why do you even ask that and I'm like oh yeah I'm sorry <laughs> but yeah I realized that I'm just not gonna question why they love me um I hope one day I'll understand when I completely learn to love myself because I think that you truly cannot feel the love well sometimes you can but me personally I cannot feel the love completely completely like I can feel the love sometimes and I like appreciate it as much but once you start loving yourself you can feel like that love more powerful and because I'm like halfway to getting into the phrase to the phase where I love myself I now appreciate it a little bit um so I also wanted to tell um I actually wrote um who I wanted to thank um, because I'm not, <laughs> it may seem surprising, but I'm really shy when it comes to telling how I feel about someone. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, 
first of all, well, I'm gonna thank my friends if that wasn't obvious by now. Um, but I want to thank, first of all, Lucia, my best friend. The, the, she's the stupidest. <laughs> she's very stupid. No, it's not true. She's very intelligent, but I consider her very stupid. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> I'm bothering her, bothering her in a friendly way, but um. I know she's listening to this, but I'm still gonna talking like this tense. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know how to speak <laughs> right now, but because I'm very emotional. But um, Lucia is just my best friend. <laughs> I don't know how to describe her. She's just the person that's always there for me, and that is always there to pick me up. Who has stayed there? I don't know why, but she has stayed there. Um, even though I did some bad things, but she has to stay there, and I don't know why she has to stay there, but I appreciate it a lot, because I really don't imagine, like, my life without her, and this past few months, I'm sorry for crying, and this past two months, like, without her have been very tough, and I know it's very tough for her as well, but... Lucia, I know you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> you know that it'll suck less when we see each other, <laughs> or when I go see you in Spain and we just make like a total disaster. Um, and I really hope we can see each other soon. <laughs> and I know that our friendship is a friendship that lasts forever. And that if I ever get married, you're gonna be there and you're gonna be my maid of honor. <laughs> but yeah, um, I really love you, dude. Um. I, I really, really care about you, and I, I really don't imagine what my life would be without you in it. So, yeah, thank you so much. Next, I want to thank Gato, my other best friend, the person who always tolerates my weird thoughts and my stories. I, as well, I thank you a lot for being in my life. I really appreciate it. You make me smile when it <laughs> it seems like it's impossible to smile. We're a fucking great team <laughs> in the school works that we've done. Um, I really do have a great time when I'm with you. And <laughs> I know that you have some thoughts of what I'm going to do and like with my future and and that, but... That doesn't... I know that you do it with a good intention. And... And... Yeah. <laughs> I know that you do it in, with a good intention. And you're worried about me. And don't worry. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> and I know that you're going to be fine as well. Because you're an incredible person. And I really, really, really fucking love you, dude. And I love how fucking... Our fucking friendship is started because of K-pop. <laughs> And yeah, Chun broke my heart and Kai broke yours, but now we have new biases. <laughs> you have Dio and I have Chin Yo or Baekhyun. I don't know, mainly Chin Yo. <laughs> but yeah, you get it. I really love you, dude. <laughs> You're a very special person in my life. Next is Ale. Well, Alejandro, but I. I is that I met him in Stanford, so there were a lot of 
Alex, and they usually call him Alex, so I just to- I just call him Ale. So, yeah, he's a very amazing person. I really, really, I'm really thankful <laughs> that he ha- that he is in my life after all that shit that that he has seen me like do, <laughs> including that do the do the do dance <laughs> in Stanford. Um, I I really fucking fucking love his friendship he's one of my best friends he always makes me laugh like with that one time we were fucking in a phone call and i was just explaining to him that like <laughs> like why girls like are attracted to bad boys and he just told me a joke and i just laughed like a motherfucker and also he and also like i know he's also listening to this but like <laughs> he always fucking laughs at me dude I don't know how. Look, he, he laughs at me, dude, and how I get red when I mention the name of the of the guy that I like. So, yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> but I love you, bro. Um, really, you're my bro. Um, yeah. Thanks for always being there. I really appreciate it, and I think you're a very strong person, and now you're gonna do good things in life. <laughs> Um, you're gonna be, I think that you're just gonna be very happy in life, because you're that wise, and you're that strong, and that's gonna take you to, like, places you've never imagined, so yeah, um, (laughs) next, (laughs) I was thinking the other day about this person, and we don't talk a lot, but at the same time, we do, (laughs) um, but, (laughs) I want to thank Iker. <laughs> um, even for me, honestly, it was unexpected because, like I said before, we talk, but we don't. And I think he's going to listen to this. I, I truly don't know. But if you're listening, then hi. <laughs> but um, it's hard to describe. Is that you're just a very special person in my life. Um we talk, but we don't talk so much at the same time. I've already said that, like, two times. But, yeah, you're, like, he's a very special person for me. And <laughs> the funny thing is that I met him when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade? I think so. I think that I met him when I was in eighth grade. But I met him in San Francisco in a trip we took. And... He actually appeared on an episode of this season, so yeah. But is that <laughs> who, who knew that someone I just randomly met on that trip would end up being such like an important part of my life? Because w- when you would ask me to describe him, I would just say like, "Do it how?" Because okay, if you're listening to this, like. I'm I'm just gonna tell you like what I haven't told you but I think of you. Um I think you're fucking like genius, dude. Like you're talented, you're a good person, you're fucking intelligent as fuck, dude. Um <laughs> but yeah, you're just amazing. And I really am grateful that you always support me when I post like stuff on my Instagram or like, <laughs> or that you just, like, just are there, you know? 
you're a very, 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 very special to a special person to me. I think you're an amazing person who's gonna get very, very far in life, and just is that I just think you're amazing, honestly. Um, but I really am surprised that who would have thought that a trip to California like would would have brought me such an important person to my life and Ikad if you're listening to this um I really appreciate that you're here um well in my life <laughs> I really hope to see you soon you're really amazing and I hope that you know that and if you don't know that I'm telling you and I really 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 appreciate your presence in general and I really don't imagine me right now without it because like I said in a way you've always been there so yeah I think you're amazing and thank you so much for being part of my life and not getting sick of me <laughs> but yeah um next person I wanted to thank is Juliana <laughs> um She's always been there for me, always have my back. <laughs> She's my volleyball partner. We're a team. We're a fucking great team. We we fucking destroy people in the court when we're together. Um I really love you with all my heart and <laughs> I'm really grateful that you're here, dude. You always make me laugh. The TikToks we film together, <laughs> they're amazing. I really hope that I'm gonna see you again because I have seen you recently with all the plans that we've been doing. But yeah, I'm really grateful that you're here <laughs> and that as well you always support me. And I miss playing volleyball with you, man. Like, how can I describe that? Um, next person I wanna thank is Emiliano Nyoro. <laughs> um, He's just an amazing friend. He he literally is like like fucking my mentor <laughs> in life. He's very funny. He he's he's Nyoro dude. He's just Nyoro. <laughs> and and yeah, dude. You're amazing, bro. I love you, bro. So yeah. You're my bro. Um and last person I want to thank is Himena. Because um, she's always been there. I think she's very intelligent, very dedicated. And that she's going to get far in life because of it. And I, <laughs> and she always makes me laugh. So, yeah. Um, I love you, Hime. I don't know if you're listening to this. Probably not. But I really love you, Hime. And you're a very special person in my life. And I still have the letter with the Gryffindor stamp that you gave me on my birthday. And I hope you're enjoying the book that I gave you for your birthday. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, and I really want you to know that no matter what, I'm always going to be there. And <laughs> you're just amazing. You're a great friend, Himen. I really love you a lot. So yeah, I wanted to thank those people. I got a, a little bit emotional, but they're really special. There's obviously more people, like my family, my cousin, like other friends I have. But they're the main ones that 
I literally am so thankful for. And they're always there to support me, to watch my edits, to just just be there, you know? Oh, I forgot about one person. Anna, Anna de Zavala. <laughs> she's, she's in Spain. I miss, like, I miss her so much. She's very talented as well. Um, she just makes me laugh. <laughs> like, like, she's just amazing. She's always there to support me. She challenges me. And if you're listening to this, I still remember the fucking song that you sent me. And no, I haven't finished it. It's very difficult to make an aesthetic for. And you send it to me on purpose. You're evil, dude. <laughs> no, not really. But I really miss you a lot. Even if you were here for a year, I'm really thankful that you just got to be a part of my life and still are. And that you're my same personality type, dude. <laughs> but yeah, um, I love you all. Again, Lucia, best friend. I'm always gonna be there and you're always gonna be here like in my life. Gato. I love, fucking love you, dude. Um, <laughs> you'll see that one day we'll go to a BTS concert, even if it's not in Mexico. Um, <laughs> or if in fucking United, United States. <laughs> um, or, or in any place, really. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I'm really thankful that you're still here in my life. Um, Ike... Um, you're just amazing, and thank you so much for being part of my life. I really hope that I see you soon, maybe to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, Gryffindor, you're amazing. Um, really, really, you have a special place in my heart, so thank you for being part of my life. Ale, my dude, my bro, fucking dude, I love you, <laughs> you have been there for all the weird shit, you, I tell you so many weird shit, like, the guy I like, and how he's cold, but at the same time, like, flirty, <laughs> and that, I think that that's not his intention, but you're always there, you're there when, you, like, <laughs> fuck it, dude, I just, I love you, bro, you're fucking good, brother and a wink man now <laughs> you're a very good wink man <laughs> even though like you haven't had the chance to prove it but you're a very good wink man and um who else juliana i love you with all my heart jules you're the best one ever i fucking love you jules um i hope we're back in the court soon <laughs> I really miss playing volleyball with you dude and we didn't go to our pre universitario <gasps> That's so sad. Um, well, yeah. Nyoro, Emiliano, you're my fucking bro, dude. It is me without it. Um, thank you so much for supporting me as well. And Anna, you're evil, dude. <laughs> you're pure evil, but you're still my fellow Ravenclaw. And I love you so much, dude. And I'm really thankful that you're my friend. <laughs> and I really miss you. But yeah. I just wanted to say that, and I know it's very unexpected, <laughs> and maybe I will have another episode soon as well, but um, I hope you could listen to the people that I mentioned, You, I really love each and every one of you in my way, you're amazing, and you're perfect, and I really can't imagine my life without you, 
and so yeah that's it um oh i forgot that we did movie recommendation of the week okay i have been watching a lot of movies recently so i don't know which one to say okay well i have been watching cobra kai it has been very frustrating well, not because it's bad it's just like a very frustrating story but this it's still good i have a crush on miguel and robbie <laughs> but that's i'm gonna give you two series and two movies today because i haven't made this episode in a while um so okay that's a series cobra kai it's good um <laughs> then i wanted to watch the boys but at the end I didn't, so I'm gonna recommend, hmm, is that, I have been obsessed with Haiku lately, Haiku, uh, no, you know what, Avatar The Last Airbender, that's the other series I'm recommending, it's one of my favorite shows ever, it's very deep, um, it, it's really very deep, um, I really love that show, it's very good, watch it, my favorite character is Sokka, and, and Toph, and Iroh, and Suko and Aang, and Katara, all of them, all of them, I love them all equally, um, but, yeah, those are my two series, Cobra Kai, and Avatar The Last Airbender, and for movies, hmm, because the, like, the music video for No Time To Die came out, I'm gonna recommend James Bond, but what movie of James Bond? Well, my favorite one. <laughs> I don't think you can guess what it is. It's not Spectre and it's not Casino Royale, so it's always what it is. It's a Skyfall. That movie is one of my favorite movies. I really want to watch it now with my dad, so um, <laughs> actually, now I want to watch it, but yeah, I recommend the movie. Great movie. And which other movie? Well, hmm, which other movies are they? Huh, I don't know what else. Ready Player One, you know? I watched that movie, like, two weeks ago, and I really enjoy it. I have watched that movie, like, six times, and I really enjoy it. I don't know why, um, but I really enjoy the movie, so... Avatar the Last Airbender, Cobra Kai, James Bond, Skyfall, and <laughs> what did I do? And Ready Player One. I'm sorry, but um, that's the end of the podcast. Um, as always, you can listen to this on Spotify, and I really cannot promise you that there's more episodes to come. But yeah, go make your Hogwarts quiz. Tell me which house you're in. Thank you so much for all the fucking support. Actually, that because majority of people that listen to this are my friends. So thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you. I don't know in how long. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I forgot what was my outro. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna say bye. I hope you, <laughs> you keep hanging on in there. Do meditating. That has really been a thing. Was that? <laughs> wait, what? Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. My friend just sent me a message. Okay, wait. Woo-hoo. Okay, um, so goodbye.
do some meditating, do some breathing exercises, watch this video on YouTube called Frozen Alive or Superhuman or from Yes Theory and with Wim Hof. Um, meditate and I hope you have a wonderful year and life and day and week. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love you all. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.